0: Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome in to Off the Post EU RLCS post game show. Joined as always by me and Cam, and today we have a special guest, apparently Jack. How you doing, bro? I'm
1: doing good. I'm doing good. How about yourself?
0: Doing good. Doing good. Uh, interesting EU weekend this week as we saw Oxygen Esports take home the W for Europe. New team um, for Oxygen is Nor going back to Europe. Joy is Oli and Archie, and. Uh, Damn, they look pretty good. I don't know. It was like... It felt almost like a cakewalk for them. I don't know if I, uh, you guys felt that way, but I felt like when mm-hmm. I was watching it that even when they lost, they really just beat themselves. Stomping.
2: Yeah, they, they really didn't have any problems after that little hiccup in Swiss where they went to Game 5 with Aogiri and lost. After that, it was 3-0 endpoint, 3 liquid, 3-1 monkeys... Like, nobody took them to max games after that. The the farthest than the best of seven was 4-2. Oxygen just figured something out, and they look like easily the fastest
1: team in Europe right now. It's actually crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, from what I saw, like, G1 in the quarterfinals actually looked like the hardest match for me overall. Other than that, they just kind of ran for everyone.
0: Well, when I was casting Oxygen's game this week, they struggled against Aguirre as well, which is another Spanish team. I don't know if there's like something in the water in the Spanish team where they go up against the oxygen and it's like really difficult. But it seems like they just um, stacked the mic, uh, stacked the net really hard. Sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah, something something like that. But they did look comfortable, so it was a pretty easy win for them. Yeah, the G one set they were.
2: They had four overtimes, two of which went over three minutes. So mm. I, I honestly, I think G one probably go further in the bracket if they don't draw Oxygen. Um, yeah. And personally, I am guilty of underrating G1 really heavily. But after mm-hmm. watching their games, they've definitely won me over. I just thought, oh, you know, they're, they're not going to be... They're, they're, they're like a top-eight team at best, but like they usually look like a top-four team. They just they just drew Oxygen.
1: Yeah, I had G1 in, like, top-eight range, but, like, I don't know. I don't even know what my you know, team rankings go with EU at the moment. It's a bit, like... It's a bit crazy. It's that EU depth, you know? You can never truly <laughs> predict. Yeah.
0: It's already out EU depth. Right? <laughs> that's,
1: that's the, that's the buzzword. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: the buzzword for today. That's yeah. EU depth. Uh, did you, do you guys think Oxygen was going to be this dominant right from the beginning when you heard about the team? Um, just like for me, it just feels like their play style. I don't know if you guys feel this way it it reminds me of kind of like a meta coming back where the passing is a lot more heavy. I don't know if it's going to be just oxygen style right now in Europe, but it seems like that's what's dominating right now. Um and like if that seems to be towards the trend is now that people are kind of starting to default towards protecting the net, now the middle of the field's open so a lot more passing is to happen or do you think that's just a play style thing working from Um I I think
1: that they definitely pass quite a lot. I think it's it's because they're so talented individually, it's probably teams that teams are giving them a lot more space in the midfield because they're trying to cover the player. Uh because they can just do it all by themselves. Like every single one of them can just go the whole way. Um and I think it's just gonna be quite naturally a, a pass heavy team just because they're all you can tell they're all really excited to play with each other. And that's gonna lead to usually more team plays at, at the start of a t- for a team. Um and I actually did think that I I predict them to win regional one. Um, I I did predict them to win this one, so you know I guess okay. I'm a I'm a prophet. So
0: yeah. <laughs> you're on track.
1: Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, I think um, I don't know if it's a meta thing or a place. So I think I, I'm just leaning more towards that's Just uh, oxygen, excuse me, oxygen's play star right now, and they're just doing it very well. They're just like too good right now.
2: Yeah, there's so much individual skill on oxygen, and I think it's kind of just the way Rocket League is moving is players with lots of individual talent keep the ball close and give themselves right. options. So the defense needs to be reading what's happening, so they have to give up space because of how much threat this individual player in the ball is generating, and they can't cover the entire field. So the person on the ball gets to choose if they want to solo it, if they want to try to get it to open space for their teammate, um, if, or if they'd rather just drop the ball and take the opportunity to grab boost or bump or something. But, I mean, I thought Oxygen would be good, but I actually... And this is a massive L. Oh, I was like, well, BDS will just, we'll just dominate Europe again. You know, they'll be, they'll be fine. And
1: then they lose in game seven to quadrant. Um, I mean, I, I, that I'm going to be, yeah, I, I I will be like, because I think BDS will be back for regional two. I think um, their coach Mew will, will get them to be working very hard um, over the next two weeks. And, I'm going to be interested to see a a peak Oxygen who have a lot of confidence from winning the first regional against, uh, you know, on-form BDS. Um, I think BDS can still be the best, but Oxygen are definitely going to be, you know, the one challenging them. Perhaps Oxygen are going to do a Moist and and just be, you know, the better team for most of the season, like Moist were last season, in my opinion. So who knows?
0: I think the the big thing right now that is a question mark for longevity on Oxygen has to be if they all just stay finding the game, right? That's always been the question that's surrounding this oxygen.
1: And, well, um, they wouldn't have reached with Archie on 20 hours. was on yeah. 20 hours. Yeah.
0: Tweeted about it too. It
1: was wow. Like, which I don't know it, how. That's the sweet spot for him, I guess. I don't know, I don't know how <laughs> he's, done, he's even got to that low of hours because if they're scrimming two hours a day, which is you know, common for European teams... Then that's at least you know, like if they have, let's say, even if they add weekends off, that's that's twenty hours already. So I guess he's just doing nothing extra, but it's working. So, oh, he was on sixty. So Archie's lying. No, he's baiting. He's farming. Sixty's still low, I think. At
0: least. Nah,
1: I think sixty's like the like most pros actually have sixty. I think, or like seventy, maybe. Do you think that's
0: low? Um, like for your own personal? Because when I played, I felt like I needed to be on like 80.
1: Drax have a 120 past two. I just know it. Yeah. Uh, at, <laughs> at the moment, I'm on 120. Actually, I think, I, I think I've dropped to like 110 right now or maybe like a bit lower because the last two days, I've, I've took a bit of a, a break over the weekend. Um, but I was, I've been on 120 for like the last regional or the first regional of this season. I think like anything above 100 for me is where my peak is. But most of last season, I was on uh eighty-five to ninety-five. Uh with some parts of the season I went down to about sixty, if not like fifty. So um but I think my peak is at a hundred or a bit higher.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah it seems about about normal. Like fifty hours is probably the minimum I would want like if I was still playing, I'd be like, okay, you gotta at least have 50 hours in the week. Like I need to see you in my ranked games. Outside of scrims.
0: Is there also a difference between like J naps having sixty hours? and someone like so having 60 hours or do you guys think it's the same there's something to it Nah, no, there it's is like, something to you know, it because forever.
1: and he's doing it consistently like he's putting in the exact same hours almost like every week so yeah. it's like that there's definitely something to that you know doing the same thing week in week out for a long time being at the top like he's got a routine and he's sticking to it because it's working and it has worked
0: exactly that's why i was like I, I think if you have a player who's a veteran who has on 60 hours it's a little bit different from someone or someone who's proven i guess is a little right. different way to say that yeah. yeah although
1: i think first killer was on um 40 hours for the regional and he hard peaked i think mist was on like 30 or 40 it's just all these naturally talented players they're just too good aren't they like it's crazy
0: yeah, it, yeah. They get really their scrims is.
2: and that's it. That's all they need. Yeah. That and a little bit of confidence and they'll just go out on the pitch and dominate.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
2: So we don't think Oxygen are just having a quick honeymoon for the first regional. And yeah. this is this is gonna be a continued trend
1: of Oxygen being
2: potentially the best
1: team in Europe. Yeah, because they you have Archie and Yoris on our team, and Yoris looks like the best player in the world. I mean he's he's looking like at least top three right now. I mean, he's, um, and I think Archie's always going to be, be able to like enable Yaris a bit, uh, you know, and he's always, he's always thought of that himself. And they were past teammates. Um, Oli's definitely no slouch. Ole's a very underrated player that's been having, you know, potential for a long time to be on a top team. And, and now he's finally got the chance. Um, and their coach fits in with the team really well. So I, I just think this is going to be, they're going to be a top two team for, for the season or for the split, at least.
0: Yeah, I think my concern is the play style, kind of, just from coming from when I was a player playing super pass heavy. Times have obviously changed, mm-hmm. but like it got to a point where you can almost guess who's passing on the team and who's not. And you can find that, like, after overtime, at first it's kind of alarming to you. Then over time, it's teams play each other more and get used to it. I think that maybe is a concern with pass heavy but again they're also individually talented i think um right that's something to consider at least i think but i also think europe is kind of in this state where it's like old na where it seems like the big three for me right now which is oxygen carmine and bds i i don't really i for me i don't have moist up in that tier really um, yeah, I, I think old Moist I would have had them there, but current moist, I just think that they don't seem to have the same firepower behind them that they had on the team. I know that they're new. And they I, I can move them up a tier, but for right now yeah. I don't think I'd have them.
2: So they yeah. would have had to beat Carmine for you to have them up. I, there, I just you
1: know? I think they've just had a bad day and, and they've had a series where it's a lot of pressure on the series, let's be honest. You know, it's it's yeah. versus Moist. It's Ryze and Joe wanted to beat their old teammates. It's Case, uh, Astro wanting to beat his old teammate and Carmine. And it's like, I just think that it got to them a bit. I think that they'll be fine. Um, I don't know. I, I also don't like the whole big three thing as well because there's always going to be like teams that are better. You know, there's always just going to be that like clear um, difference between team levels. It does, doesn't necessarily mean like the region's struggling as a whole or uh, that there's no oh, yeah, other teams no, that no. could do it, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's it could change next regional, who knows? You know, yeah, me, I think Liquid needs the... to do better as
2: well. There's that team has so much potential, and only being top eight, I think, is a bit low for them.
0: Mm. And more, what I mean by the top three to me is like teams I expect to see in the semifinals on a right. regular basis. Not ah, that okay, they yeah. can't be upset, you know. I guess um, I should clarify because it's not like the big three where the, it's just one of them or that. It's more like yeah. I expect these teams to be the consistent the whole year and for me unless i mean i get, i'll give moist time of course but for right now i just don't think that they're in
1: that yeah I yeah you see them that's winning fair. a grand final right now. no that's uh, fair enough yeah i mean you always have to base like when you're doing predict uh, when you're doing like rankings especially after just the first regional you, you have not you don't have much to go off so uh, that's a fair assessment really
0: yeah it's super tough in the beginning get yeah, like uh, a lot of information on exactly what's going on but from what we have you know I think I think we'll talk about Carmine now a little bit just because we've kind mm-hmm. of auction and Carmine did come in obviously the huge move from Vitira this offseason there's the big conversation piece in Europe um so Kim what, what did you think obviously he played his old team I think it was a bit like like Jack said I think it's a bit unfair for the only example but You know, for the fans, obviously, I'm under attack. By the way, from the French army, Uh, right now, because uh, what did you
2: say on Twitter? Yeah,
0: my exact tweet was "Voiced number one seed after their best player." I did quotations. Their best player left. Oh no! All the KC fans were just like spamming me this week. I'm an idiot, and now I'm back, and all.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I tweeted that uh, after KC beat. Um, moist. Uh, I put KC kickoff mer- merchants fraud win in my books. So I- I'm going to have, yeah, have a bunch of KC fans. Yeah, I'm going to have a bunch of
0: the French attack,
1: yeah. You guys get the opportunity to farm now, though.
2: I stayed neutral, and this morning I just asked people who they thought would win between Moist and Carmine, and the poll was like 75% moist, and the only reply is someone going no, you're sleeping on KC, the blue wall, this, that, this, that. <laughs> like, Great. Here we go. Yeah. I do yeah. think they have
0: the chance to be really good. I mean, Vatira is obviously exceptional. Atachi has been good for a long time and exotic's like a question mark where he can like pendulum swing really high. High. Right. I don't really know yeah. his ceiling or his floor, I should say, but I think yeah. they have the building blocks. Yeah. I just think, you know, I think Vatira looks comfortable. I think that team and they, they can do some damage.
1: I thought they were going to win the final, I'm not going to lie. Cause- I, I kind of did, a part of me did. Because they, they beat Moist in the semis, and, and Moist are like a, a mechanical, like, fast team, right? Um, and I thought Oxygen were going to be the same, but um, Oxygen shut them out more. Um, I did say if Joris was playing well, I think Oxygen would win, and Joris and was definitely playing well. So, But yeah. K Corp, I mean, like they they have all the parts to like the best team in the world, you know, so that they could be easily. Um, and they looked really, I think like people are going to be understating how good they looked in the semis. I think they looked like really, really good. They were just controlling the pace of the game, like incredibly well.
2: That's a lot of the discussion that was happening um, post worlds. When we found out that the moist roster like, that Vitira was, was leaving that roster. The question was, is Vitira making the right move? Is his, mm-hmm. New like roster going to be stronger. He's obviously justified that you know at least this regional that he made maybe the correct choice. But the hypothetical that is on my mind that I'd love to ask you guys is if Vatira was still on Moist, would they be able to beat
1: this Oxygen? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. It's difficult to like. It's difficult to ever see a team that was. I don't think people like, quite grasp how good Moist were last season. Like They were the better team for the, for the whole season than, than BDS in my eyes. Like, they came second at a major, first at a major, top eight worlds, but they were so good online. Like, like I don't know. For me, they were just unreal. Um, and they were so fun to watch, which perhaps I get a bit of bias from. But I, I just think they could have beaten anyone... You know, you can throw any team this season, and, and they could beat them. Like they're just the synergy that that team had was was nuts.
0: Yeah, I, I pretty much feel the same way. I, I don't mean to like just instantly agree with Jag, but like I, I felt the same. Way. I thought Moist were super interesting to watch. Mm. Really love them, and, and I also think that just Tira was a really nice glue to what Rise and Joyo bring. I, I don't think Astral has quite the same as Tiara does.
2: maybe not yet i don't know they might they might just need more time but because vateria's shoes are are pretty hard to fill this quickly even for someone like astral but
1: at the same time you go like the the way the team came up is that they all came up together like they all improved together at the same time uh it was their first top team all of them together like that's quite important like they all had the same road you know so i think that was important whereas astral the the team dynamic is just going to be different
2: yeah, it's weird to me for thinking that Astral is more of like a, a veteran player right. these <laughs> days. God, I'm feeling so old. I'm getting gray hair saying <laughs> Astral's a veteran. Yeah.
0: Astral also just plays different. I feel like maybe I'm... I, my EU knowledge is not as good as my NA, but I feel like Astral's more of an aggressive type play style. Maybe oh, yeah. It's changed since the past, but I feel like is almost the opposite. Or the is pick and choose when, when I agree, yeah. And I, I feel like that that type of difference is going to take a lot for and joy to change. So, I, yeah, you know, is can they get there? I don't know, because it's tough. I just think Astro's play style is just not what they needed. Um, even though I think they're all talented and they can like instantly off the bat, I can see why they're struggling because it doesn't just add up. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but at the same time, like. I don't know we've we've not seen a lot of them like we we haven't seen a lot of them but i mean if we just go to like wikipedia um in in the top 16 qual they went uh 3 and 1 they beat he lost to you know resolve solary liquid um so pretty good like like pretty good for their standard maybe like not the best but like still amazing um and then in the swiss they went 3 and 0 they did have those Fairly. were shaky games, though. They were Those shaky w- games. They, yeah. they were down a goal with 30 <laughs> seconds oh, right.
2: left, and Astral would like one v three to tie they, it, they, and they win an OT. Yeah, like, they,
1: they three one quadrant who who weren't actually looking like that good because it was just the first round of Swiss, right? Like this wasn't when they found their form. I feel like, and then three two Sonic, three uh, two Gary. So they had close series. So you are right, I guess. What was their quarters of this? Who did they played? Uh, the liquid. For? Right. They. Yeah, they, they they fall to liquid with liquids, you know, they could be perhaps having a couple issues. So I guess you are right. I thought that Moist did have a better taunt than I guess they did, like, in terms of results. But I, I, I again, think that they can very, very easily bring it back. Like, they're not in a bad position to make the major. They're in a very, very, excuse me, they're in a very, very good position. Um, and I, I think that, you know, all these teams are just new. That's what it is.
2: Yeah, it'll take some time for, for play styles to develop. I mean, it took Carmine, you know, the old uh, Astral, Itachi Noli roster to, to develop it. It took them a lot of time to like find their form, um, to become like, you know, the world's contender that they were. So who knows? Maybe, maybe Astral just needs a little bit more time and moist. I mean, still the semifinals is for, for how stacked Europe is this time around this season. Top four is great, especially with the yeah. first regional. Yeah, and we talked about this last week on the show, but the teams that made top eight just get to start this snowball of auto-qualifying for all these regionals. They don't have to go through oh, closed yeah. anymore, no more opens. You know, they're guaranteed points that other teams that didn't make top
1: eight are not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Well, you make, you make top eight in the first regional, you actually qualify for the, for the next two regionals. Um, not even just the next one anymore, so that's like very important because of the in- invitational third regional. So, um, so yeah, you're right. and yeah,
0: yeah, did- maybe we'll
2: finally get BDSG one. That was that was the semi I wanted. I wanted Moist Carmine BDSG one, just ultimate grudge match yeah. semi finals.
0: <laughs> I was cheering for Mark, it was weird because like I, I just want Mark to do well just because of the whole situation happened. I really feel for him, even if it was if it was right i don't know it still is just hard to see a player put in all that time all the effort all that winning kind of like the moist situation but, but Vatier chose to leave whereas mark kind of just got benched
1: yeah it was inevitable i mean i think if people didn't see it you know it was always inevitable but um it is rough i think you he'll, he'll do well i think that i don't know do you guys think g1 make the major
0: I would put I think them so.
1: above the three other
0: teams that were in the top eight. If that's
1: weird, yeah, li li liquid. Who else was uh no, Quadrant went top four. Yeah.
0: No, but I mean B- like BDS.
1: Of all... Yeah, yeah so of Oh all the B teams I that... guess BDS went top yeah, I forgot about BDS. Yeah, so you'd put you'd still put BDS in your top four, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah, BDS you have to, to, don't you? I, I think yeah. BDS are just so good like yeah. when it, when things all when like in a world championship scenario i just have to give bds the nod um or any like high pressure scenario i just never count them out kind of like that team that i always think can just put it together despite what's happened to them
1: right yeah I'm also terrified uh, of the
0: french teams <laughs> so.
1: yeah no i agree I, I think i'd put g1 as like the the best out of the court. I mean, the, their court was against Oxygen. They looked really good. Um, they looked good against BDS and uh, in the, in the Swiss, I think it was, or something like that. So, yeah, I, I think, I don't know. Europe's so stacked. So, I don't know. Even, I don't even know who makes major. So,
0: does Europe have four spots or five? Five. Okay. So, if there are five spots, I think I would put G1 in the fifth.
1: Yeah, I think, I, I, think, I think I'd go Oxygen. Oxygen and K Corp. And then yeah. I think uh, BDS um, who did Oxygen beat in oh oh no Moist lost to K Corp. I think BDS, Moist, and then uh, it's just it's so it's, difficult. And it's like between liquid and G1, right? Well Quadron, because they have a top they are a good team, but they can't be they, able to hold it? But it doesn't matter if they... Yeah, well, hold it. Like, they, they don't have to replicate the top four. They just have to make two top eights, I think. And and I think they can do that. Definitely.
0: Yeah, I think they can do that. I,
1: I, I think,
0: think... the teams that missed out?
1: I'm, I'm putting... I would put Quadrant or G1 in yeah, my spot. So if spot. we look at
0: teams that missed out top eight, are there any, like do you put above quadrant i don't think so absolutely no. monkeys no Onyx, there's, n- there's no, no one that didn't
2: call that
1: you you'd put above quadrant realistically i, 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 I is think it's good yeah no williams is good but they what they go one and three or two and three yeah, they, one and three i'm surprised one three is difficult to pull back from i think you could but you have to do a top you have to do like top two like top four at a push and top eight could squeak you in, i don't know but like I, I, my my top five is going to be Carmine Oxygen BDS Moist and either Quadrant or G1. I'll go with Quadrant because they have the uphands hands with the points. Yeah, it's a really really good start to the
2: snowball for them. Yeah. But
0: I, I think I do lean G1 over Quadrant just because I think their playstyle is a bit more chaotic. So maybe that helps them. Um I feel like quadrant can be limited at times and I don't know how to just back that with evidence but just visually it seems like um maybe they struggle uh at the top level. But it could just be early. Yeah.
2: yeah. There's just no li- no it's team liquid faith. Just... Well, the the, the thing gone. is with,
1: the thing is with Liquid is that like I I think they can pull it back but like they like we are you, if you're looking at results they haven't looked great. Yeah, they had to go to round five in Swiss, didn't they? Like, Vert says, you don't get what I'm saying, but they went, they went to round five twice. Like, they, ha- like they haven't looked amazing. Like, I, I think that they can, but I think G1 and Quadrant have, they've, they've been better this regional. They have been better. That's not a, you know, that's not, that's not a wrong statement. I, I don't see how that could ever be a wrong statement. G1 and, and uh, both G1 and Quadrant have been better. So I think yeah, that... Yeah, for sure and quadrant have the the point advantage so i think that that's very important i i think they hold it i also think, think liquid holds it.
0: are made up of players who are quite young and maybe that type of calming presence isn't there for them in, in these scenarios like having a player like Urias on your team or um you no know, maybe that's a factor i don't know there's just something with liquid that i can't just Put my faith behind yet. I need to see a little bit more to concisively be like, okay, yeah, no, I can see them, you know, getting in the semifinals. Right now, I can't see
1: that. And someone says, didn't quadrant go round five, three times, but they have the point advantage. That's the, that's the, di- like, they, ha- like, top eight to top four is big this split. Like, th- this season, I mean, because the point, the, the way the points have changed, I'm, yeah. if I'm not wrong, it is now, um, is it? Yeah, I think so. So it's now like heavily favoring making top four over top eight. I think more than last season. Like that is a big thing now. I, if I'm not wrong, I could be wrong. But yeah, because the I'm, points are that in the highly swish. Like, they're a
2: lot smaller now. Like yeah. Austin has twenty points, and like BDS has ten.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you get sixteen for first, and then they get they get the other four for the twenty is because they qualified for the other two regionals. Um, but like the jump from fifth to eighth to third fourth is from six to nine points, which is um, the equivalent. Of, you you get actually no, so I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about third and fourth being more, but I'm pretty sure one of the like mods said that, or or I think I think I heard Gibbs say that. I think it was so like I don't well, know. You're I, about I...
0: Significantly more, right?
1: Yeah, I, I just think quadrant are holding it.
2: I, I do believe in them. Yeah, it would require a difference of a whole another placement. So like quadrant would a have to miss out on semis and the team trying to pass them would have to make semis and right. there are so many teams people could draw the moment people draw oxygen or carmine like it's just instant
1: l like they just don't move on in the bracket in my opinion uh yeah kind of but i think i think upsets can happen again it's like regional one but like i i have more faith in b i have the most faith in bds out of all the top eight teams you know re, like regaining and and doing a better placement and uh you should have the most faith in BDS. I think if you don't, then that's wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see though. It could all change.
0: You definitely stacked uh, this season. Saw that on display this weekend. um yeah. But, like, so I know we haven't seen it, but, and you can put the, this in, like, the take vault. You don't have to answer. But I'll ask <laughs> you first, Cam. Did Vatira, did it look like Vatira has made a major mistake <laughs> by leaving so far?
2: Um, he if he had lost the Moist, team. I, I would have I said yes. But, I mean, the the results always speak for themselves. Like, he his team went 4-1. And I still think he would have been better off just not leaving Moist. Like, yeah, they had a rough Worlds with that loss to Furia, But just hit the Regain, go next season. They look like the, one of the best teams in the region and internationally at times. And honestly, just broke my heart not getting to watch them play together. So... <laughs> <laughs> Not not biased or anything, but I think for maybe maybe not even for fans he made a mistake, because Carmine's just such a massive org, um, and the, all the viewing parties they do pull so many viewers. I think it was a smart move by Vatira on almost wise. every front. I, I think he, he definitely made a smart choice, and it's just
1: is playing out differently than maybe what fans have wanted. Yeah. It, it it was it was a good decision like to join Carmine 1 as a french player um as possibly you know the most exciting french player coming up is is i mean it's just stupid what that what that can do for for your career um i think that his i do believe him that the environment on this team will be a lot better for him personally not that it would be better for every player it's just that the french buff on like an all french team like I think they will enjoy playing with each other a lot. Um, I just I think that the the old moist had um, like a lot of issues within, with the like with between the players as well. So I, I just I, I think it was good for both parties. To be honest, I think they, I think it was time. I think it was time to be honest, even though they were doing amazing and the, the results weren't really dropping. Sometimes it's bigger than that.
0: Yeah, it did seem like towards the end there there was something definitely going on that was not. Um, entirely game or gameplay related. Um, mm. that maybe had a contributing factor, but I, I don't know. I don't think Fati made a mistake. I think that he's a super talented um, player and he has confidence in himself. And sometimes when you get like that and you have an opportunity, to come up, like up, like you said, joining the French team, joining the French org. I don't believe it him wasn't. At
1: all. Yeah, it wasn't handled well, but it was. Um...
2: I oh, think uh, uh, it, was, it was all yeah. over, you know, tw- Twitter timeline gets spicy sometimes in Rocket League. You know, it's, just, yeah. it's all out there.
0: I don't yeah. know if there's been things in Rocket League that have been handled well. I mean, that's a really short one. Yeah, we're not we're really
2: good at that, are we? As, yeah. as, a, as a sport. Uh,
0: ro- roster moves, it's always rough. Player It is the most stressful time you can imagine. Especially like if you're not super fun. popular. Um, amongst players and like you're one of those players that is just really wants to play and there's so many options it's terrifying
1: yeah and and people always use the kind of you know the not excuse or but the reason and I it's just because it's a bunch of kids or a bunch of children I promise you put put you know 25 30 35 year olds under the same circumstances the exact same things happen um just because of the amount of pressure you know the amount of careers are on the line and it's probably even more scary for for people of that age because you know these young players aren't having to pay their own bills you know these you know if you if you're an adult of course you have to you're probably gonna be more concerned about your career and when you ending up so i don't like that you know it's just because they're kids it's just not how it works but uh i wish it was better yeah
2: Yeah, I really like the point with like, the older players are more likely to just put business first and, like, oh, you know, no no, no personal feelings, but, like, you're off the team or I'm leaving because I got X offer and I'm just going to put my own personal, like, business interests ahead of team environment, team chemistry, oh, we're friends, all that. All these, like, friends rosters are, like, you know, the younger players that came up together and practiced together. So I think that's Mm -hmm. a really, really great point that a lot of people don't realize.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, switching up a bit, I know we touched on it a little bit, but I wanted to talk about I have kickoffs with a question mark written down for the voice Uh. series. Um, and something I wanted to ask you, Jack, is, uh, when you guys are going for a kickoff, do you have a plan? I mean, obviously you don't, aren't going to give away your game, but, like, is it talked about amongst you guys, like, on kickoffs, before kickoffs, heading into a series, or, or is it just, like, you are responsible for your own kickoff? And we're responsible for our reactions to it.
1: Um, no, we have talked about kickoffs. Um, we, yeah, we have, we have basically just uh, one kickoff we go to. Um, yeah, have to follow up for that. Yeah. Have you it's seen just, the
0: one Kaleers and RW9 are doing in Mina?
1: Uh, we, we actually tried that in scrims before, like, we saw them do it. They probably tried it more, you know, before us. But, like, we were trying that in scrims and um, it does work out. Like I, I saw them get. Did they get a goal out of it? Like I saw them get one yeah, goal out like, of it.
0: At least two.
1: Was it more than one? Yeah. It it could work more. Um, we did. We tried it out, and we realized it doesn't always end up in that position. So we just stopped because it could be over aggressive. But it it's definitely good. Yeah. Kickoffs are a very under um kind of developed part of part of Rocket league for sure.
2: Definitely for, for threes,
1: you know, because in, in
2: ones, you see people mix up their kickoffs all the time. It basically, like, checks your opponent on if they're focusing, yeah. and you don't really allow them to get into, like, this subconscious rhythm. So <laughs> it's just not utilized in threes, because it can be a big risk, because if it goes wrong, you, you might leave your goalie in, like, a two-on-one or something, where they go for a boost, and the net's open for just a little bit too long, because people will just aggressively cheat if the ball accidentally kills the last second, and nobody's there. It's just instantly a shot on net so in threes i think people just don't want to risk it and i don't know i know johnny boy talks about kickoffs all the time in threes it's his favorite thing to harp on but I, i really wonder when we'll see the the threes kickoff revolution and we'll see teams you know like a lot of the teams like you guys have your bread and butter one kickoff this almost always works it's safe you're not you may not score but you're not going to get scored on right. and then you have a few that you can pull out to check the opponent to make sure that they're still focused and not autopiloting their kickoffs
1: yeah i don't know like a part of me thinks that it will like be more developed but then again then again like i don't know how much it can be developed like i don't know i've I've thought about it quite a lot but i'm like can it be, you know, thought about lows? Can it be practice lows? And, and can it be replicated very, very, like, consistently in a tournament? I don't know. Um, but we'll, we'll see. I think this season we could start seeing a bit more, you know, thought process going into that.
0: Yeah, I always wonder when, like, purposely losing it um, would come into play more or, like, breaking shortly before the ball and, like, putting it into a specific right. spot, something like that. I feel like a lot of teams are focused on getting there super fast, or, or manipulating the ball when you're going super strong. I just wonder if there's maybe an opposite side to that point. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, probably. I'm not sure. Like, like delayed kickoffs. I've seen Chronic yeah. do a few delayed kickoffs in scrims, and it and it, he scored like four times. <laughs> uh, we've never really conceded, but sometimes he does it, and it. Doesn't really work, but like, yeah. I don't know. It's but the issue with kickoffs, right? Is that because the way it is is that one kickoff will work uh, until the other team does something that will hard counter that kickoff. So technically, no kickoff is actually better than the other because every single kickoff can be hard countered by uh, something else that the opponent does. So it's like nothing is actually better. It's basically just look predicting what the opponent will do, and and that's what it could turn like in in a few years. If if rock league is you know ten years time, imagine if it's like come a long way. Very close to the ceiling, let's say, even though it wouldn't be. Um, And, you know, teams have multiple kickoffs and kickoff strategies. It would just be luck predicting which kickoff they go to and and trying to counter that in the seconds. Maybe, I don't know. But, yeah, we'll see.
0: So I think the fake or something near a fake slash slowing down, not hitting it, is the safer option.
1: Yeah, there is a kickoff I used to... me me On my first ever team, me, Dead Monster and Polar, when we were, like, top 20 Europe, me and Dead Monster tried this kickoff where, like, On the double diagonal, you you just both go back corner, and the guy in the middle just slow cheats and basically covers any dribble. And you normally get possession with, with like, 250 boost for your team, like, as a whole, whereas the other team usually only has, like, 200 or 180. So it's like, you technically get more out of it, but we just never really had the, you know, balls to try it in tournament, so.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's also a lot of it, right, is teams are like, who's going to the first one to try it because you can yeah. lose series off of it right so obviously
1: you don't want to right yeah you know, like honestly, imagine trying to like imagine game seven yeah. three three ten seconds left and, and someone calls out a kickoff strat like you you just <laughs> like everyone is just going to default to a regular kickoff i feel like in that situation so will we ever see it come into like you know high level high pressure situations i don't know
2: I think it, yes. it would need to be practiced quite yeah. a lot as well though because, like, yeah. let's say you do a fake kickoff or something. There are three players on the pitch for that team that you happen to draw. And there are a lot of teams in RLCS who will react differently to seeing the fake. Some players are going to be focused. Like, I know I've seen Garrett um, throughout the years. Anytime a fake kickoff happens, he, he sees it. and he need, yeah. like I swear when teams fake against NRG, Garrett scores on them, like, 80% of the time, right out the gate. And it's a horrible idea to, to try to do it when Garrett's on kickoff. But with other teams, like players will just autopilot and send it exactly where you predict them to. So unless you practice it a ton, you don't know all the options. And who knows, maybe the, your strat that you thought would get you possession, they end up seeing it going past the ball, like back-passing it to their team, and now they have the possession. You, know, you never know. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's definitely room for something there. Definitely. Um, and I think Moist need to try it because they seem <laughs> to lose pretty hard. I fell off the kickoffs against Carmine. And even if they didn't lose, like it felt like they were out, outpaced. Like just visually, yeah. like eyeball tests. Uh, they didn't show up this weekend. So it sucks as a team for that. But uh, the kickoffs definitely made the margin way bigger than it would have
1: been. Right. Um, they were just being over aggressive with the kickoffs. Like you'd have one person hard cheating, which means he's following the ball very closely. One person takes the kickoff. And then the back corner, the person who's grabbing the back corner boost turns forward. And you can't have you can have it, but like it is I think it's very risky to have a person who's hard to cheat in and a person who turns forward on the back boost at the same time. Like that, that can be quite risky. And I saw at least one goal come off that, so I'm sure they'll figure out. They're a team that's used to winning, so you know they're not gonna stay, you know, not winning for a, for a while. They're just gonna figure it out. Hopefully,
2: yeah, it's an easy thing for them to fix. It's not something yeah. like super difficult and nuanced and they have to like change true. their place around it. It's like just focus on kickoff. Um and yeah, just simple call outs on kickoff.
1: Yeah.
0: Hopefully moist get that figured out. Um otherwise, you know, like I said, the eyeball tests, they were they were kind of struggling. But um a team that I thought other than the semifinals that looked really good who I didn't expect was Quadrant, who we not really talked about, um, cash, IXO and Relating Wave. I thought I was really impressed this weekend by Ixo. Um, yeah. I thought that he had an amazing performance against BDS, and just as someone who I know who I've played against a lot over the years, I was just really happy to see him do well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what did you guys see out of this quadrant team? Um, they kind of came out of nowhere, I guess you could say in in this in the sense that I didn't see them being solid top eight team until and now I've kind of changed.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you go I mean, first. Um I mean, we're not Cash and Ixo have had particularly high peaks at points in their career, but it's always been like a consistency thing for them. Um I was honestly super impressed in the BDS series with the way that they avoided giving the ball away for free and just handing away free possession. And I saw lots of times where Wave would realize, "Oh, this position or this play we're setting up sucks." I'm just going to run the ball back to our half. I'm just literally going to drive the opposite way with the ball just to keep it away from BDS players. And I think it opened up Quadrant for lots of quality opportunities rather than just quantity of throwing at BDS. Monkey Moon saves it, takes it up the ceiling, passes it to Seiko, and then they they get a free counter, right? BDS really didn't get to counter a whole lot because Quadrant were focused on possession and taking quality chances. And I think they were all playing super well. So when they did get those chances um for like quality mechanical shots or solo plays they really took advantage of it and the bumps as well from ixo were incredible
1: yeah i i just played like a whole different player i mean he's been he's very underrated um because people people think that he did you know bad on luminosity i think he was their best player from playing against them you know scrimming against them week in week out um for me he was the best player on that roster for that team um, and then in RCSX, he was on monkeys. who, for me, again, he was the best player on that roster. Don't know how he got kicked. That was a... They completely threw, They were making RCSX EU Championship, and they kicked, in my eyes, their highest porn player on the team, and, and then bottled it completely and dropped out. Um, and he's just been very underrated, and he's showing why, that he still has it. Wave and Cash... Are very very good players obviously waves the most accomplished player out of the three um and cash is a player that everyone knows um you know can be on a, a high level team and he's shown glimpses of being really really high level uh quite a lot i wasn't like i wasn't expecting ike to be the for me the best player on this roster right now uh and for wave to, to i i didn't i wasn't like overly impressed with wave whereas usually I, I think he's so good i wasn't overly impressed with him this weekend but he did obviously well enough to get them top four for me it was the for me it was Ike, so i think he was so good uh, but i think if wave plays like i know he normally does this team can consistent top four like he, they could because wave can can hold it down a lot better than he was like he's one of the most solid players in the game and he, he didn't for, for me he wasn't showing the same level of that as that he can but i think he will next tournament I have a lot of faith in Wave, so yeah, Eiko was incredible, and they they did a really good run. Um, and Cash, you know, Cash had a, quite a few highlights as well. He was he was good for sure.
0: Yeah, Cash seems to be like very consistently mechanical high level. Yeah. like a Jorius type almost. Like mm-hmm. you know, you have certain things you can expect from for sure. ESO um, yeah. for me isn't as consistent with the mechanics in that level yet. I think if he can get there, I think that changes like consistently. Play like he did—that totally changes the dynamic. Sure, um, I could definitely see them like putting up a way better performance than they had this week. Just felt like they kind of knew that they didn't have it, or whatever they. It sort of felt like they knew that they were playing an auction team that just had it. Right. And they didn't. Um, yeah, because no timeout, right? That was kind of weird. No timeout in that series, even though it was a sweep. Mm. Um.
2: Yeah, with was two it, back-to-back was it? overtime losses and they don't call timeout, you know? It's just weird. Yeah.
1: Maybe it, they it, thought they
2: would just regain, regain. It's regain. because,
1: like, when you're in that... So, like, I'll give, like, a bit of, like, my thought process because, obviously, I, I've done this before. I've done it, I think, a few times where we just don't call the timeout, even though we just lose a series. And it's like... Because, let's say, you lose... They lost game one four, one and then, you know, quite a drastic loss. And then they lose game 2 in a very long overtime, 4-minute overtime, 2-1... And at that point, you go, oh, we've lost two games in a row. Do we call a timeout? And then someone usually goes, well, that was so close. You know, we had a scoring chance multiple times. You know, it was a very long overtime. I think we take the next one. And then you lose again in overtime. And you go 3-0. Like, with 3-0 down, the chances we best send reverse sweep is very slim anyway. Like, let's just play our game. That's usually the thought process. And then you end up not taking the timeout and then just lose. You know what I mean? So it's like... I think they should take the time after game two. Even though it was a long go of time, perhaps they had a few scoring chances. And if not after game two, you just have to take it after game three and try and give yourself a chance because rugby become the game where teams are getting more consistent. You can't just rely on ah, oh, let's just try and play our game. Which I don't know what there was, you know, thought process. I wasn't in the comms, but I presume that was kind of how it went a little bit.
2: So, do you think coaches, even if the players like we don't want to take a timeout, the coach after two losses should just most of the time call it anyway? Like, as just the overall yeah. coach overrides NAS, he's just be like, no, guys, we're taking a timeout. and You guys are going to listen
1: to me. I think someone has to, to do it.
0: Yeah, and it has to be before game four as well. I don't, I agree with that, that it shouldn't be, it should be after game two. If, if you're down 02, it has to be that. I don't think you can wait till game four because the stats show now. I hate being, you know, oh, oh look at the stats. Oof. I hate being that, that guy or whatever, but.
2: hate <laughs> hey, being a stat nerd.
0: Yeah, but, but <laughs> if you win the best of three in the best of seven, you win, I think it's somewhere upwards of like 75%. So yeah. calling a timeout down oh three 3 is the way. Um, and yeah, it
2: doesn't make sense to save your timeout as well once you've lost three games, because when you're reverse sweeping, you're not going to use your timeout. It's going to cancel your own momentum.
0: Yeah, that's what I was
1: going to ask you guys. Is there ever a scenario you would take a timeout when you're up to? I and be like, like- I, I was, yeah, I think it was in um, the match against, was it, hang on, let me go to NA real quick. I think it was in the match against Space Station. We um we won, no, it couldn't have been Space Station. I think it was in the match against version one. We We won the second game. And I was like, do we take a time- Yeah, it was it was that game. I was like, do we take a timeout here? Because I felt like we shouldn't have won the game, and it was it was one one. We just won the game, but I felt like we shouldn't w- have won the game because we were getting like we were on defense for a lot of this game. I didn't feel too comfortable, and then we just squeaked a, a goal with twenty seconds left. I was like, do we take a timeout? So I think there are some instances where you do take a timeout, regardless of the series score, even if you just won the game. Um, I don't know if we'll see it because it's a, it is a strange thing to do. But yeah, I think it's <laughs> definitely a chance. Yeah. And it's it like may
2: depend chaos. on the team as well. Like how much people want to strap between games. Right. Some people like don't want to talk at all between games and they kind of let the coach do whatever. Um, I guess I'm curious how much how much do you guys on Gen G like you know talk about? Oh, like we, we should do this more, we should do that more, like between games.
1: We well, keep it simple. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Lucian's a very, very good good coach. I love his way of coaching. He he keeps it very simple because he understands that not a lot of well. A lot of coaches can sometimes struggle to understand that over, overcomplicating is very, very bad. Like, especially for Rocket like, League, you can't just overcomplicate things. You have to just keep it simple. Um, and we just point out perhaps one thing, um, you know, and, and just try and work on that and, and focus on enforcing our play style a bit more than we, we had in the past game. Because we know that we're confident in our play style. You know, if we play our style, we, we are confident we beat any team. And that's just how it is. So it's like, it's usually it just comes down to yourself.
2: Yeah, keeping it simple. It's the yeah. right way to do it.
0: Is, are, like, do you guys watch replays a lot? Um, like in every week? Is it a weekly type thing for you? Is it only when you're playing bad? I've heard some...
1: Most teams players do, players do that when, when, the, when they're just... Well, it's not perhaps when they're playing bad, but usually teams don't do it when they feel like they're playing very well. That's what it is. Um, I, we, we, we've only done one like, replay session. Uh, And it was the day of the closed quals. You know, we just, we played the top 16 qual on the Friday. Didn't go well. On the Sunday, before our series, before our scrim, for our warm up, we we checked some replays and was like, what can we do? Kept it short, you know, 20, 30 minutes and just straight into scrim. So it's like just a bit of a refresh, you know, recap of, because you usually know what you're doing wrong. It's just a a bit of a, a recap. And sometimes you don't know what you're doing wrong and that's when you have to go in. Uh, but we hadn't felt like we needed to you know do much more replay analysis we're doing some on uh tomorrow um for the upcoming week because this week would be like the hard like preparation for the regional um so we're just seeing what we need to work on tomorrow but usually you don't do it unless you're you feel like you have stuff to like actually properly work on on splice
0: we did it like so much we talk about overcomplicating it that's what we did we got like so far into our own heads yeah,
2: yeah. yeah there's such a thing as too much too much replay review For sure. and then then you lose like everyone loses their sense of style like you a team just needs to pick like one strength that they have and maybe one weakness they want to shore up a little bit and build like good routines and good habits and good practice habits with those in mind and they'll improve over time yeah yeah
0: uh, one last team in the top eight to quickly touch on is Tundra. Um, and shout out Casio, who keeps getting his way into yeah. these top eight scenarios, despite me calling him not a mechanical player. Casio Cassio <laughs> permanently, permanently underrated. For... Well, I just wonder, because I'm... I know, do it too. Because Casio, like, what is he doing that is working so well on all of these teams? Like, he just keeps it simple, stupid, like we were just talking about, or... Because I feel like he's
2: not a uh, mechanically. Uh, he's, he's a great enabler, I think. Like he challenges mm. his timing is great. He rarely just makes random mistakes or like whiffs the ball. Um I mean he's definitely like will make panic touches on defense like any other player, but a lot of the times he just has this really, really solid baseline that's easy to read as a teammate. Yeah, and I think I think because like he's got Razier's on his team, like Razier's is able to read Casio and the moment Raziers has the ball, that team gets really scary. Because I've been rating
1: Raziers for a really long time, and oh, okay. so I, I think he's incredible. Yeah, for me, Casio. Like people harp on about him being underrated. Casio fits into the category as a lot of players who people say are underrated. For me, is well, that so many people are saying they're underrated that they're like no longer underrated, right? <laughs> um, but he, he's a good player. Like he's not. For me, he's not amazing, but he's good. Like he's solid. Like he he will just play at the same level that you know he can play at, and he'll do his thing. And he he, he will have good shooting uh, most of the time. And when he peaks, he's playing at a very very high level. So it's like it's a it's a solid you know player to pick up. Uh, and from what I've heard, um, he's very he's a very 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 good teammate, and that's like very important for uh, like a team's morale, team environment, and just confidence of teammates. So. I think that's a very, like, useful thing to have. Uh, And then you've got Raziers and Rizek, who I think Raziers and Rizek link up quite well together. And I think Raziers is obviously the star of the team. You know, he's the scariest player on the ball, as as Konovie said. I think he's um, just, you know, going to be one of the best players in the game at some point. So the team looks good. Um, I, I just don't, they just don't have, don't have it. You know what I mean? Like, they just don't have enough to, like, break out of the top eight ah. uh that's all for me yeah I, I i just can't i couldn't i could never see them beating kc like i just i said before the yeah, series like they that. could they they, yeah. they they could like it could be close i just see kc winning this you know that's what i said before their quarters and they just did they just won you know what i mean it was like you kind you of expect it yeah
0: they're in that bracket of like seven to ten they just don't it gets tough to just
2: back them. Anything, yeah. yeah that upset potential also may depend on just not drawing certain teams. I feel like Europe has a massive case of rock paper scissors with some play styles. Like Liquid really likes certain matchups over others. Um, you saw it in the closed qual and then the or the top sixteen qual and the closed qual. There were just some matchups that, like. Team A te- beats Team B, and then B beats C, and then C beats A. And maybe Tundra make a top four if they just draw
1: their, their perfect matchup right. in the
2: quarterfinal. You know, they, they, they could draw Liquid. What if Tundra are really good against Liquid? You
1: know, we don't know yet. Right, yeah, I, I get what you mean. I, I just see, for me, um, I just see, like, if any of the teams in the top eight were going to drop out of that top eight spot, it would be Tundra. Um, and I, I could see you know a monkeys and a gear or even a sonic solari. Well, we're forgetting about oh, EG, you in stacks. Like, obviously, you are on Tundra right now, but I feel like EG should have gotten further. Like, they were looking good going into this main event, and then they just dropped to one one and three. Like, perhaps I would prefer a top eight with EG and there uh, over Tundra for me personally, but like, you can't argue Tundra made it and they made it three and one, not even a three and 9 I'm just looking at their, their Swift stage, actually, and it's like. They lost to G G one. Fair play. Game five, you lost to a really good team, but then they beat Guild Sonic. Hey Gary, like I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, but it's it's they're good. They're good, but they're not like amazing, right? Like they're not like they're not playoffs teams.
0: No, they're yeah, both they're, all, they're all
2: teams below them. Everyone else, except for I think Liquid were the only other team that didn't have to play people that made top eight.
1: Right? Yeah, you're then- right. Uh no, didn't get wins didn't. either, yeah. I mean, we... So they're 3-2. Like, in, in NA, we didn't. We didn't have to play any... Uh, beat any team. sorry, that, that got a top eight. Um, and it doesn't... Sometimes, like, if you're destroying the teams, it doesn't mean anything, because, like, you, you're beating them easily. You can't fault the bracket. You can't, like, fault your own right. team for, for having to draw bad... Or not bad, but, like, worse teams. But they 3-1, 3-0, 3-2. So I guess they did it fairly simply. I guess the 3-2 versus Eagiri were playing well. I, I think Tundra are good. I I could just see EG taking their spot in the next top eight um, for me if I had to pick a team. But like, Tundra could easily make it. I mean, it's it's the classic, you know, underrated Casio. Cassio in, in results-wise. Um, he always just manages to pull it out of the bag, so <laughs> yes. I, he, they could, for sure. And they could definitely squeak a top four and, and be in major contention, like uh, Konovi said, if they get a favorable matchup. Yeah, Jack kind of answered
0: what I was going to ask, but it was of these teams who did not make the top 8 um could you which teams could you see making their way into the top 8 next week um, out i think
1: uh yeah
0: I think, like i think hey, really... should have
2: made it they looking at their swiss it's so sad they should have made they should the have who? made it O'Giri? Hey, O'Giri a yeah, yeah they they, oh, yeah. they were up 2-0 in swiss then they lose three game fives
0: they also played great against oh. no.
1: i mean they they lost to they lost to two top four teams and a top 80 no sorry they lost to the winners no no they beat the winners so they, they had to play the the first place the four, two fourth places in the top eight i mean that, that's such a rough run mm-hmm. yeah. and it's all game fives i mean like Big i don't know like air gary looked better results wise but for, for me i think it's eg i think i still think it's eg
0: like be surprising for sure. That was that was a team that I thought was going to be top eight, um, and with the way Williams Resolve played, I had them kind, of, E G Williams Resolve and Quadrant in my like question mark. and right, E E G just seems like a, a roster that's super talented, and I'm waiting for them to break through, and they just can't seem to do it.
1: Yeah, they they last season they were like incredible in scrims, uh, and they translated it into tournament for for one split. Not not quite the same level as they were doing in scrims still, but they were 7-0 in like every team in scrims. I mean, it was like for the most part of the season. At the end, became a bit ropey for them. But like they they've always looked good in scrims. So I don't know what it's like because obviously I'm not scrimming them anymore. But I can imagine it's the same. Uh, I don't I don't quite know what it is either. They just can't. They just don't seem to do it in a tournament. I, I and it doesn't look like they're choking either. Like that's the weirdest part. It doesn't look like they're playing terribly. They just don't do it. You know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah, people
2: were really I, I know like like fans were really rating the like Ryzex move uh with Tox replacing him and saying, Oh, this is the team that will get or this is the player that will finally get E.G. to like back in LA form, essentially, which is yeah. the last time we saw E.G. at a LAN. But I mean I think maybe they just had a hard first regional together. Um Did you I see mean,
0: them making top 8 next
1: week. Yeah. yeah. Because they went they went 3-0, right? I mean, actually, if we look I think yeah. they didn't have the greatest of teams playing against them. Uh but if we look in the, I think it was top 16 qual, well, yeah. They went 3-0. Well, no, they beat Monkeys, they beat BDS, they beat uh, Sonic. So, like, pretty good. I mean, beating BDS, um, you know, it's a, it's a good result. So, it's like, they had a pretty good result. I, I think they can make top eight. Um, I, I would put them in place of Tundra, for sure. But, like, I, I think Tundra could just be the better team, possibly, the split. Who knows? like, maybe, you know, reserves really is just that, that guy for them. So, like, maybe, I don't know. <laughs>
2: I mean, the clutch factor could be a big thing, too, when the pressure's on. Like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Cassio and Razier's are, are kind of like, they have this clutch factor to them. You know, when there's high-pressure games, they just, they still deliver what they need to deliver to All at right. least, like, put up a fight. Like, this was, honestly, the reason Semper were just this constant thorn in everyone's side last season um, was just because you draw them and you think, oh, Semper aren't that special, whatever. And then they put up this massive fight and you have to work so hard just to get through the bracket. And you're not really rating Semper as like a threatening team, but you still have to give them so much respect because of what they can still bring to the to the field. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I think EG is definitely, definitely one of those teams. I think Williams Resolve is in there for the discussion. Um, they had a great top six. Uh, I expected them to come in hot which is um, Sizen, Prime, and Snake, which is a team that I was, like, not familiar with heading into the season. Uh, surprised that they they fell to Sonics and Monkeys. Those are matchups that I would have favored them in. I thought that they were a little bit better of a bubble team. I'm kind of surprised with them. Um, Endpoint, Guild, I don't think those results for me are too surprising. Um, I didn't think is Guild Scrubs team. No,
1: no that... Guild Guild is um. Oh, that's Stake. team. Yeah, stay Katro and Lewis. Scrub is on SP. Yeah. Uh, they went they went O3 in, in close calls with uh, Nas and Rye.
0: Uh, one team I think we have to talk about is Solary, Obviously,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I was rooting really hard for the DOP trying to make it back in um and they've lost all three game fives which is a a big a lot of game fives in Europe this weekend but the dop got stopped unfortunately three game five losses and uh i was really sad i thought i thought that this team had had hopes i i wasn't i wouldn't say top 8 hopes okay i think that that's pushing it for right now can they get there i wouldn't doubt them mm. um But, you know, three game five losses, they were close. I mean, they're three games away from top eight. So obviously,
1: they
0: don't need too much of a change. But is it realistic to see them in the top eight conversation again for this split? We'll just talk about this split, not the year. The rest of this split, you guys see them ever cracking it.
1: I I think so, yeah. Like, apparently, yeah, because I've spoken to, you know, some, I can't remember who I spoke to. I think it was like, english pros and they were saying like the thing is with salary is that if you're not playing well they will beat you because like they're just going to be playing at the same level they're a very like consistent to a team apparently they're very annoying apparently they're very strange teams to play against and they will win if you're not if you're not on form uh and i think that carries a lot of weight I, I i think top eight is hard but i think all it takes is to be consistent but i i think being consistent is difficult and that's why top eight is hard but i think if a team can do that like Solary, they will eventually do it um, I mean, they, they should have, I hate always saying, oh, they should have won this, they should have won that, but I really do think they should have beaten Carmine Corp in the first round. Um, they, they, had, they had it and they started panicking in the last 10 seconds and, and threw the, the goal, in my opinion, on, on zero seconds to, to tie up the game and then lost in overtime. It's a pretty good goal, I think it was. So they lost that one. They went two and th- uh, they lost to Williams Resolve 2-3. Could have gone either way again. Game fives always can they 3-1 down point, good result, and lost to Quadrant 2-3, who we know they got top four. So top I think they had, a,
0: they
1: had two top, yeah, top four loss, top two loss, and a loss versus Williams, who finished in the same bracket as them. Um, so I, I think they, they can. I think that they will get a top eight at some point um, in the next two regionals, possibly, yeah. I, I mean, so it's just three okay. quality players
2: who, like... Have a lot of team chemistry together. Chassette played
1: really well.
0: I think Choset. I rate chassette really highly. I don't. I don't know what you think of what you guys think of him. I. I just think he's really, really solid consistently, and he's also really unique on the ground, which I like a lot. I yeah.
2: he, he does that when he's confident, and I feel like he's yeah. very confident playing alongside Kado and Fairy Peak. So the, that, yeah. the the old Choset that we love um, gets to show himself a lot more. Because he's, he's just willing to take these risks, which, because it is a risk to just constantly be slapping the ball on your hood and driving at people in threes. Because um, you could easily just lose a 50 straight backwards. And if people aren't ready, that's really bad. But he's confident enough to do it enough. And it, it honestly just like <laughs> whenever he's dribbling, I'm like, I'm getting flashbacks to DreamHack every single time. Even yeah. if just, like, <laughs> it's an open net and he's dribbling, I'm like, he's going to fucking top corner. Yeah. He's going to fake it first. And I'm just like yeah. freaking out in my head. I love watching him play.
0: Do you think they could have a bit of like not the energy has it, but like n r g syndrome where it's like these three players who used to be the best are now um pushed outside arguably like the best conversation, right, and now they're you know there's kind of this pressure on them, whether it's all in their heads or not, it's like we're not in the top conversation anymore, we have to get back in there, we have to prove ourselves. You guys think that that's a factor with a team like this,
1: or a not really? Energy, or is that I, I think a with NRG it is. With NRG it is. I, I, I don't know why this team happened. I'll be honest with you, because like, <laughs> Solary like yeah. are you
0: talking about or energy
1: Solary. Because like they they did actually pretty well, like twelve to fourteenth. You know, not amazing, but like decent. But it is weird that this team formed because I feel like. Chassette would have set his bar higher, but I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I i kind of get the impression that this team was like, ah, oh, like we're mates, you know, perhaps we're not doing as well as we want to, even though Chassette did, you know, top 12 at Worlds, which is good. Let's um, just team. I don't know what, I don't know. Maybe they have synergy or they, that's why they teamed because they actually thought they'd be like really good, but like it was strange. So I think this team's a bit different than NRG because also NRG have, you know, that really, I, I think Justin can still be really high level. Do I think just that therapy coca can be can still be really high level not right at the top um I don't know if they have much pressure on them um, because they're all friends you know they're already good friends we can see that
2: so yeah. if if oxygen on a mechanical scale of one to ten mm-hmm. are a ten, how good mechanically are solary on a scale of one to ten
0: we- uh the-
2: as a team
0: I'd say. Well, like, are we talking Joria's type of mechanics? Like...
2: Yeah, ox- Oxygen are the bar to meet. as or like, or As, like-, like, yeah, like, you know, because you need that offensive threat. I mean, you can just consistently wear down a team's defense, but...
0: surely totally have the fundamentals, right? That's they they have the right. fundamentals
2: argument. to just play solid Rocket League, but it they, would definitely benefit them. the best them.
0: fundamentals as a group yeah. total of any team.
2: Yeah, but it, it would be, you know, really nice to see, like, I guess... A lot more of the like a flip reset double flip reset threat um on like have had like Kato up like having that constantly on people i think that would really like level them up i guess and so i know mm. I, i'm thinking for like what a lot of the outside fans of rocket league are, are asking like okay what does Solary need to be constantly breaking top eight and i think a lot of people are just going to say oh they just need more mechanics like these players just don't just don't have as many mechanics as these other top teams like Moist, carmine, oxygen—you know—and that that's just th- the only difference.
1: Yeah, I, like, kind of. um I don't know if it was mechanics that like plagued them this regional though. Like, I think it was more when it came down to the the pressure. From what I saw in the carmine cup series, they also um lost their other two series that they lost were game fives. So I don't know if it was mechanics. I think it was actually weirdly enough from free experienced players just being able to do it in the high pressure situations um i i don't know if how much i like rate like flashy mechanics like it's important but i think you can win with fundamentals so i don't know what it was they just didn't get the the game fives this time which i, I think comes down just to more uh you know being able to do it under the pressure i think they would benefit from mechanics though but i still think let's like that you know can be pretty good like not terribly mechanically. Um, Caleb Ferry, I don't know anymore, but Chassette still has that little bit of flair that he can pull out, you know, a pretty good solo player every every now and then. So, yeah, they would benefit from it, but I don't know if it was their main downfall.
0: It was just surprising to me, maybe, like, to see them do almost as well as they did, which is really awkward to say, but three Game 5 losses... The two teams that were in the top four and they were top 16 is not something I really expected to be talking about a KDOP, very peak Chassette team. Not that they're they're capable of it, but that they did it quickly and were in position to make top eight. I mean, three games go the other way. They're there. So, you know, they're not far off. And I do agree, just from listening to Chassette um, a little bit. I do, I was reading a translation on Reddit, which is not a good source of information, but no. he was talking about how like they talked about you know composure struggles and replays, and they really determined. It seems like they they are focused and they they have that almost militant approach to wanting to get back in. Yeah, so, I do think that they could get in there. I do think they could make it to the top eight. I, I think that's exciting for Europeans to Have that conversation. Definitely, yeah. Um, but any other results you guys saw this weekend that you wanted to talk about? Um, uh, from the European side in the top top sixteen. Uh, just
1: like a or small point the- about. Well, uh, just a small point about endpoint really, because endpoint I thought would do better in the in the Swiss stage of this regional only because in the close qualifier they actually went uh three and zero um they beat. Who did they beat first round? Was it Goldbridge? Yeah, so they beat they beat Quadrant first round, three one. They beat Vitality, who we all know what happened. And then they beat um then they beat Tundra 3 1. So they beat a top four team 3 1. They beat a top eight team 3 1. Then they beat an open qual team 3 2. So um, you know, not great in that second round, but it's still still a win. So they you know, they had a good run in in, in close qual. and then they went mm-hmm. three uh, three in main event. They lost to Monkeys 3 they lost to Oxygen 3 and then they lost to Solly, 1-3. So, I don't know, that was a bit weird to me. I thought they could have had a, little, a few more game wins. I, I, could, I could see them going 0-3, um, you know, 1-3, 2-3 at best, uh, if they had a really good performance, 2-3. and three. But, like, 0-3 I didn't particularly expect in such a disappointing fashion with only winning one game in the entire main event.
2: Yeah, I was surprised to see how them do so well in the in the qualifier Swiss. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe I should I should keep my eyes on this team because I thought they would be like in the 3-1-3-2 area. Mm. And then they just once they got into the, the main event Swiss, it was just a completely different ballgame for them. I mean, Sol already put up eight goals on them in game two when they matched wow. up. Like it was
1: that, that very last round was rough for them. Yeah, and and it's a team of Devo. Crispy and Seamass, and, and not a lot of people know who Crispy and Seamass are, um, but like, they're very quite naturally talented, up and current players that, that could make a, a wave. So like, I, I think that the team will be consistently making close, close quals and consistently making main events, to be honest. I think they will. So I think it's, you've got to keep an eye out still. Uh, for me, Gills and Endpoint, yeah, they both finished 0-3, I guess Europe is so stacked. Like, I don't know who else I'd <laughs> put. It's the uh, EU yeah. depth, maybe. Like, I don't, I don't think... I, I I guess I was looking... I was going to say Guild point, I think, you know, I could replace them going on three with... And I was looking, I was like, not really Williams because they looked good. Not really EG because they looked good at times. Not Solary. Sonics looks pretty good. Monkeys had a good run. Uh, Gary looked great. So it's yeah. like... I guess they are the weakest teams, but I, I guess if we look at the close quals... Did any teams not make it? Who you thought would make it? Vitality was the. Vitality, one. vitality is the that biggest one. That was our yeah.
0: next topic. It was Vitality. Uh My
1: lights keep turning off.
0: Yeah, I think go. Vitality is a good, good segue <laughs> in. But real quick before we talk about Vitality, is I want to talk about Smokes, um, because you are English Jack, so I'm making somewhat of a stereotype. How, yeah. how familiar are you with Smokes? Another English player, See he's someone that I just became familiar with this week, and he seemed really, really good.
1: Yeah, so I I played him quite a decent amount in rank twos. He's not, like, the highest level rank twos player, but whenever I get him in my games, he seems to, like, at least score one nuts play on me. And it's not that he's, like, out-speeding me or out in me. It's that he just, like... he I I think he posted two goals on Twitter and both were against me, and and one of them, I think, was a pinch from his own half, from, like, a ground, and it just went top corner... And the other one, I don't even know what it was. But, like, he, he does have these, like, this weird ability to score insane goals out of nowhere. And I, I did say that I think he could be, like, a, a really good player one day because he's, he's pretty quick. He's pretty consistent. Um, perhaps he lacks, you know, the consistency in, in defense at times. But, like, I think he could be good. And they went, what they go? They went two and three. They actually got, um, did they get reverse swept out of, out of hang on, let me look. I don't think they did, actually. They went
0: I'm checking oh no, sorry they
1: went they went one 0 they lo- they beat endpoint, lost ergo, beat resolve, lost auction, lost liquid, um so yeah, the smokes was smokes had a great first run you know for a sh- for a first show, and that's that's really good
0: yeah, I think he's a player to kind of keep your eyes on this season, maybe a breakout season him um yeah. i I feel like he's kind of was that type of player this weekend, so just something nice, I think monkey also. When you have a player like that, and you put them with Mateen Narju, they have a high ceiling. A I agree, yeah. That's that you can take lightly. Uh-huh. But they did kind of limp in through the close qualifiers. It took them all five games. Uh, They lost in game five to BDS, but then they ended up beating Solary, Sonics, and Top Blokes. Um, So, not the best results. I mean, pretty good. Not the best, because they did lose to EG and BDS, which are teams that we've rated. Um yeah so a little bit concerning but i do think that um on him but into the close qualifier we're just gonna jump right on the team vitality train because i wanted to ask you jack could you play on a team where you knew you were getting subbed out at the end of the year
1: um yeah it's not particularly they they, they know because they don't know who it will be but they know one of them will be right and that's just like it's just terrible like there's there's no other you know, word I can use to describe it. I mean, it's just, it's just awful. And and I, I saw Radisson say, oh, it doesn't affect me. And then I saw like, you know, other people saying, oh, it, it won't affect them, but it, it just does. Like it, it really would affect them. And, and I, I wouldn't be able to, no, absolutely not. I think I would uh, have the worst performance of my life. Like it, it's just not a good environment to be in. And then you'll see fans go, yeah, but you're professionals. You're meant to handle it. Nah, mate, like no professional. Like it's just, not a good environment terrible i think just you know teams being right now yeah
2: it it plays on your subconscious you know the the, the moment you stop performing even if you've been playing good all week you have like one bad day in scrims like it's it's going to be there and you can you can fight it as much as you want but other players on teams that just have three people on their roster don't have to fight anything they know their spot (laughs) is secure yeah so it's you're just strictly at a disadvantage.
0: Yeah. What about the argument that's like, oh well, if you have someone who is good that you know is coming in, it'll motivate you to be at the top of your game. Also, it, it doesn't
1: matter. Like, it's just not how it works. Like, negativity always, always out. Like, out. You know, rides positivity. Like, that's just how we work as, or most of us work as people. Like, negative situations will always feel worse, uh, or like feel more strongly than positive ones. Right? So it's like. Mm-hmm. It will just it will be affect them more negatively than it would positively, and that will play a bigger part uh, than it was if it motivated them. It just does not matter about the motivation. They're gonna be, I don't know. Perhaps the players are, are robots and they're actually not feeling anything. But like, I think the results show something's going on. Like, it, it's just a bad place to be.
2: Yeah, they'll have to tough it out. And then I and then I wondered, like, at the end of the day, it's it's almost like a like a lottery or a roulette. Who who gets replaced? You know,
1: once then gets old enough. Well, if yeah. they
0: don't make this, does he even stay on the team?
1: He has I, to. Well, he's signed. There's no, there's, no, there's no way he doesn't. He's really messed up, I think. And I feel yeah. bad for him. But yeah,
0: That's what I was going to say, because look at what happened with the Evo situation in America, where Evo signed to a team before the offseason and committed yeah. himself, then get re- got replaced week one, which I, I don't even want to get into that. It's triggering for me, but I digress. Uh, and yeah. then flip it over to the Zen side, right? And Zen kind of did the same thing. It was in the off season for him, but, like, he's committed himself to a year later. Like, things change so fast in Rocket League. really bad. So fast. When you commit a year of yourself, when you're not even, like, it's just, I wonder how much money, well, I don't <laughs> know if there's an amount of money that would allow you, me to want to do that in his position, but I just feel I don't
1: like- know, like. I can say that he's on a very good salary. Like he's, he's, he's being paid a lot. Like, like a top player would be being paid. Um, and, and that is, you know, an important factor, you know, he's, he's getting a lot of money for this, just to stay on the team.
0: Even though he's not playing.
1: Yeah. As far as I'm aware, which I'm pretty sure is, is correct. And, and that's, you know, like, it's important, you know, especially as a young player, it's it's a lot of money for anyone, but like, he also just loves Vitality. I think Vitality is a great org to be as a French player, especially as a French player for the first org and their first team. You know, he, he's getting to team with his friends and Alpha, who was supposedly one of the you know best prospects of the game. It's like, it, it looked like a good move. But speaking of Zen, he's just got hopped onto Rocket League. But um, he's just, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like the move now because obviously in hindsight, they didn't make the regional. They don't have any points so far. If they don't get top eight, No, sorry. If they don't, um, yeah, if they don't put a good performance in the next regional, they may possibly not even. Well, they may possibly not even make the third regional. You know, Mm, so it's like like, opens. You can't. It's invite. They can't. They can't. So so they have to. They have to get enough points that will put them in the top sixteen for the whole split to make this third regional. And I don't know what that that will mean. Perhaps, probably two and. I I think top eight, but maybe a two and three would do it. In, in swiss maybe it would it depends who makes it through closed this time and who flops and stuff like that but like i don't know it's not looking good for vitality and and zen must be quite annoyed um i i think alpha gets replaced
0: Interesting.
2: when does when does zen get to play again
1: is that February. next split February. spring oh it'll be oh, spring oh, that is a good, it's two oh, splits it, so he missed Wait. it oh it might be
0: that's winter. a good point cam because we don't NA doesn't play until January I 23rd, know. I think, right? Is the next... EU's
1: opening. later, I think, yeah. Yeah, EU's
0: after. They so might be able to sneak in like mid-split. Dang, he benefits a lot from that break. Because the, the reason I asked, is there a chance he leaves Vitality is because if they don't um, make top eight here, right, then they know Worlds is out. His season is a waste. Maybe he they could. Lose. They could so still make Worlds because... A trade or-
1: well, well, one. So there's a couple of points. Maybe he's they can still make it. Of, like even if they don't do good a split, because like you can just have really good performances in winter and spring because they the points are more as the season goes on for like regionals for majors. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't
0: realize it increased.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, or it did last season, or it did last two seasons. It should be doing the same this season. So that is a big thing. So they they can still make it. I don't think it's you know any out of question. But like it is looking still a bit rough. But like at the same time. The other point is that he he will not be able to leave like i promise you he they they won't be able to like he will be so much money to to buy out like every yeah. team wanted him and every team was bidding for, or a lot of teams were bidding for him and vitality won the bid and they're not letting him go you know that's that, too much they will build a entire roster around. they will sell all their other games to get their roster around him if they needed to like they they're not letting him go like he can't leave
2: well he then if, if if you're zen you're not really necessarily worried about if your team makes worlds this time around it's your rookie season you only get to play half of the season anyway because you weren't even old enough you miss a split maybe two you know that vitality are investing in you long term you just care about getting play time playing under the vitality banner right. playing with other french players um, and you're getting paid the whole time too so, yeah, I mean, I feel like if you're yeah. Zen, regardless of how well Vitality doing right now, you still have this level of comfort in the longevity of it. As long as he's okay with, you know, being with the Vitality org for that long.
1: Yeah, I mean, any French player will be okay with being with Vitality on, on that, you know, for a long time. Like, it's, it's the best French org out there, um, for sure. So, like, so, so it, it's fine. And I think Zen is good enough to make any team a contender, to be honest.
0: Um, he seems I, that good <laughs>
1: I, he is yeah I, I, who do you guys think should be the one to go because someone has to you know there's going to be a player that leaves there's no way they keep Zen on the, on the bench even if they get in I, if, even if they get in top fours I promise you they're not they're changing it if they get top fours they're changing it
0: yeah apparently I mean uh, I was going to say apparently Jack was my pick uh, Alpha <laughs> was my pick but Jack said it and it surprised me because I haven't heard anyone say Alpha yet
2: Alpha out for Zen, yeah, because
0: I don't think you just and I know this is weird, but in Rocket League, it has always come true when you see people playing together on stream, twos usually it like it go like you fast forward six months, it matters for some reason. Zen and Saison,
1: Zen and Saison, Zen and Radisson, (laughs) Zen and Saison always can choose together, Zen and Radisson always can choose together, yep, like they always have been for years. like They've played other tournaments together. I'm pretty sure Zen, say Zen and Radisson played tournaments and won tournaments together. Um, and and Zen and Alpha won't work on our team. Yeah,
0: like, it has to be Alpha.
1: I'm sorry. Like I don't wanna. I don't wanna start flaming players. I don't wanna start like creating you know disrespect. But like he's not. He's just not. I don't know. He could be a great player. He, his I think his decision making is horrible. Like in game. Like it. He, he, yeah, he has great mechanics and still really good speed, but he, he's just, st- I think he's the biggest problem for this team. Like, I, I don't know, hate to say it, but I think he is. Someone has to be, and, and people will, yep. like, people, you, no one likes to be the problem, but one of them has to be. And, and I, I think it's Alpha, regardless, regardless the, of his history.
0: You've also created the scenario for yourself. By being on the team or the team has created this scenario right. by themselves by of course, going yeah. at it this way right I th- he I plays
1: think. he plays like he doesn't he doesn't use his team whatsoever he doesn't uh, i don't know it goes all the way back to old vitality you know like yeah,
0: and it's always been...
2: up fairy they there were there were occasionally just random moments where you're like what is what is yeah. happening right now like what is what is alpha's thought process you watch the replay and you're like i don't know what's going on there's this really funny gibbs clip um, it was like in a tournament like an RLCS land, maybe and Alpha stopped playing for like the last three four seconds of the game and Gibbs was like hard flaming um, Alpha is like what are you doing like I don't know it's just it's burned into my memory because I love seeing Gibbs like angry yeah. but, <laughs> but it's just like there are lots of question marks around Alpha occasionally and when he stacked up against you know Zen already being familiar playing with Radisson and Saison it's like you know what, what's he supposed to do? His, his foot's halfway out the door already. Right, and that's not going to make Vitality play any better right now. No, it won't. I, 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 like, are yeah, they even going to be in
1: it?
0: Because at this point, they're not, right? So, is they, that they a make surprise, it next regional. I, I,
1: no, they make it next regional. Absolutely, no question in my mind. This is clip this because, like, it'll be, it will be. I'll just laugh if they don't. I mean, I'm sorry to laugh at, at players and results because, like, no one likes to, but it is laughable, and and it's only laughable for like the main reason is that a, an org as big as Vitality cannot be afford, cannot afford to, to be in any less than top 10. To be honest, top five. Like, they're such a big org. Like Real you,
0: Madrid.
1: They can't... I, I don't know how long they they keep this roster. I could see a world where everyone out rebuild around Zen in, in spring and set out for next season, do, do a Team Liquid. You know, they're just setting up for the season after or the split after. Uh, just rebuild you know re- complete yeah. rebuild and I, I i don't know if i think i'd prefer that
0: Yeah, i think that's up for debate after this regional if they don't make it because don't make it you're not in the third one you have to wait until february to play again anyway yeah um and you know if zen isn't comfortable after the results he's your guy then yeah. it's like okay well now you can just pick up the pieces but that's scary. That's a scary situation for those players. I wouldn't I would not want to be in that. deal for them.
1: yeah. yeah.
0: uh they're they're great players individually, so hopefully they get it together. Um but if it's not Alpha, Cam, did you did you say who you thought it was if it's not Alpha?
2: <laughs> um I mean, I I think it makes perfect sense that you can't have Zen and Alpha on the same team, even if Alpha's playing at his absolute peak. They're just they're they're both doing the same thing. Like Zen needs to be built around, especially like young rookies that are as mechanical as Zen is. You don't want to be sticking him as third, constantly making saves. You want him on the ball. You want him with boost. You want him being able to make plays um, and like be your main striker. So Alpha kind of already does that. I feel like that's always been his identity as a player and you just you just don't need two of those on a team it's it's difficult to make it work otherwise you end up with a situation where you have two people constantly on the ball the moment one or two of them overcommit, you get you get the torment situation and he's just gotta lock it down as third and you're just hoping and praying that he 1v2s the or like Vatira, for instance on moist sometimes you know rise and joya would both go for something crazy and Vatira would literally somehow deflect the ball downfield the whole way and by like 10 seconds of time all by himself. I don't know how he was doing it. Um, that was that was like at the LA Major. He was constantly just keeping the ball safe all the way back. But I don't know if anyone of Vitality is really going to be able to do that with Alpha and Zen simultaneously. It's better to just let Zen attempt to like peek on two people and put two people behind Zen and mm-hmm. try to feed him the ball as much as possible, at least while he's like in his very first season, just to get him comfortable.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I was saying... In the off season, I feel like whoever picks Zen up would. Um, I didn't see it going the way it is, though.
1: Um, I just didn't think it was going to be this roster. I, I kind of said it. I didn't say the same thing, but I said that Zen most likely will be a world champion in the future, and that's a it's an incredibly hard thing to do. You know, like the bet, like some of the most naturally talented players or some of those talented players can never win worlds. And mm-hmm. It's like that's just the way it is because it's just difficult. But like they. I just didn't think it was going to be this roster. I mean, Vitality, I'll be honest, they had the opportunity to pick up Astral. Like, on the, on, they had him. Like He was wanted to join them. They had him, I'm pretty sure. And it just didn't happen because they chose not to because of a, a reason. Um, and it was a big mistake. They could have had Alpha, Astral, Radisson right now, and Alpha, Astral, and Zen, if, or Radisson, Zen, and Astral. And that would have been far better. We wouldn't be seeing this, I don't I mean, think. I
2: Alpha and Astral would really mesh well
1: on the pitch? I, I just, like, like perhaps, they, perhaps they wouldn't mesh well, but I, I just can't see a team with Alpha and Astral and Radisson missing out on top 16. And I think mm. that is an amazing player. I think he's so good. But there is a clear upgrade for Ast- through Astral, you know, for That's no There's no denying yeah, that. Yeah, I
0: think
1: so. And sometimes it's just too much of a skill upgrade to... Uh, to to it, it, it's too much of a skill upgrade to the point that it completely negates any problems that they have on pitch due to chemistry because it's just making top sixteen. That's all they had to do to get better than their current result. So I think they would. Yeah, they also had Yoris, but he backed out. Yeah, but that that's him backing out. So they didn't really have him. So they didn't have him. They had they had Astros and every party was was wanting it. And then last second, Vice had went, we don't like something you did. So no.
2: I found out he was trash talking their um, their uh, decal. You know, like the no, 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 no. I know <laughs> yeah. vitality took that an L in Qualls uh, qual's, way. and then they took an L online when they dropped the decal. I swear. Well, that yeah. is what they wanted.
0: Lots of
1: right? people didn't like it. Wasn't
0: it? it you know, the to be best part.
1: Different. No, they wanted that. They were like, oh, we we thought we hit the mark, but we we you know our designers we liked it, and and it just didn't quite hit the mark with you guys. That we understand print. that."
0: Leopard print
1: decal. They, they they really they, thought they actually did well. Like, what was the what was the, the like phrasing? It was like we, we, next we, we,
0: level we fashion idea. Yeah. <laughs> and they we're, just we're like,
1: pr- proud of our
2: innovation. It. Or
1: is yeah, it, proud where is of our yeah, what was it? I, I'm I was I'm finding
2: funny. it. It was it was the it was a quintessential double down. <laughs> innovation is part of Team Vitality's DNA. Which, you know, is fair. They wanted to do something different. And I'm glad that they're keeping it. You know, yeah. they're not like going to like scramble to Back make a track. new decal that people like. Yeah, they're not going to backtrack on it. But at the same time, it's like, it's definitely not up
1: everyone's alley.
0: <laughs> they're doing a yeah. lot of things to get themselves in headlines. So if that's their plan, it's working.
1: It's working. Yeah. yeah perhaps the 200 IQ, the, you know, they, <laughs> they purposely made a, a bad team to get everyone talking about their team. And they personally made a bad decal to get everyone talking about the decal. <laughs> they're the most popular org right now. And then <laughs> then they're going to drop
0: the team and then sign a whole new one in six
1: Yeah, days. because they're making so much money from all the impressions and the sponsors <laughs> that they can get from this. It's like, this is crazy to enjoy you. And then they pick up the next world champs. They buy them out. And
0: then just plug Zen Good. in. GG's. Yeah.
1: Slap Zen in. Zen, Zen for coach. There you go. Is GG's. There, is
0: there any two French team that's available right now? But it's...
1: Sorry, say again. Two oh, French team players. two
0: French players, yeah. I don't know no. if there is. No, there's They're
1: not. Um, no, Europe seems pretty... You know, if there's a French player on the roster, they usually partner with two other French yeah, players, exactly. apart from, <laughs> from Casio.
0: That's uh, it, yeah. All right, any other final thoughts for you guys before we wrap up real quick from the EU weekend?
2: um i thought we really broke europe down which is great because i normally don't pay a ton of attention to europe i'm very i'm very well i mean i'm na and i've always been na so i follow it a lot more heavily than europe but this is probably the most i've looked into europe since like when i used to watch like every region's rlcs and rlrs like that's the the last time i really paid attention to europe this much was like back then so i've i was really enjoying just all of the the great insights everyone's had today has been really good.
1: Yeah, nothing from me. I think we covered well, pretty much every team in the top sixteen, basically. So uh, yeah, we didn't talk about Sonics, but Sonics are just there, aren't they? Yeah, that's it. They're just there.
2: I I want like, Mets to do well. I'm I'm just a yeah. Mets
1: fanboy. That's what
0: Same. I
2: got on Sonics. <laughs> Same, yeah. I, I, I yeah, they'll, they'll be get there. there.
0: I think they will they get time. there. Yeah, Anytime. definitely. Yeah. Um, but if you guys haven't. It... As always, shout out Jack. Follow him on Twitter. He was nice enough Thanks to so join us on the show this week, um, and we appreciate it a lot, Jack. Uh,
1: oh, it of fun. course, I it's hope you enjoyed uh,
0: it. Yeah, kind yeah, this, I was looking. Um, Post game show thing rolling. Uh, if you have any suggestions or anything, feel free to let me know after. But uh, mm-hmm. I think that's it. I think we're all set. We're yeah. gonna wrap it up, everyone, and um, I'll get the VOD up eventually. But until then, thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you next time.